Welcome to Beauty Besties, a podcast where two friends brought together by the internet beauty community break down their beauty faves and fails and get into the nitty-gritty of navigating conscious consumerism. I'm Angela. And I'm Grace. And today we're going to be walking you through and then talking ourselves out of a virtual Sephora cart. Um, So Angela and I put together um, a basket of Sephora goods on the internet And we're going to talk through why we want them and then talk ourselves out of buying them. Um, Because Angela texted me earlier today and she was like, I really want to break my no buy. I'm going to Sephora. Um, So I suggested we do something like this. (laughs) I'm really excited. So I actually, even though like I I was like, you know, I'm going to break my no buy, which by the way, I did not. We're still going strong. funny because when Grace we we just decided that we were going to do this maybe I don't know what like half an hour ago so we just decided we were going to do this and we're like okay let's go on the Sephora website and we'll build our carts and I remember being like oh this is going to be really hard for me because like you know like I do want makeup but there's not a lot of makeup that I want right now and then I just kept adding and adding and adding and adding and adding um so I don't know maybe it was a bit too easy to build my fantasy Sephora cart but we're not buying it. It's just a fantasy. And we're going to talk about why, even dis- despite the fact that we might want it, why we will not buy it, at least for right yes. now. Maybe this will be helpful for people who are thinking of, I, I don't know, maybe if you've got, I'm not going to say issues with, oh my God, Bruce just came up behind me and started touching my butt. He's so funny when he does that. <laughs> I mean, he'll I like come up behind me and he'll just like start clawing at my butt when he wants my attention. Hi, buddy. Oh. You want to say hi to Angela? He's so heavy. Oh my God, what a big boy. At the exact minute that you said that, Henry tried to jump up on the chair. He's just sitting on my lap now. He just wanted attention. Yeah, sometimes Bruce does that during like my classes and I just put him on my lap and he'll sit on my lap and I can pet him. Oh. But yeah, I don't know where we were. Oh yeah, we were talking about what we're we're talking about today. We are talking uh, about what we are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, my brain's a little fried. <laughs> no, oh my god, you're fine. I don't know how you how you exist, how how you do so much. You do the most. Do you do too, Angela? We all do. I, everybody has their issues. My my issue today is like I can't think anymore. Um, um anyway, so just so you guys know, we are doing the fantasy I've seen like quite a few people do this on YouTube like do this fantasy Sephora cart I'm not sure how many of them have added into the like anti-haul slash talk me out of it um like aspect of it but this is not our own idea and we are just limiting the we are limiting it to just products at Sephora so it's not like our fantasy makeup cart what we would buy out of like any makeup ever that's sold on any website, be it like indie or mainstream, it has to be sold at Sephora just to make it a little more like streamlined. Um, But if you guys want to do this along with us, I feel like that would be really fun. Um, Yeah. We also, we decided on Sephora because it's, it's like something where a lot of us have an active, like running knowledge of, of what they stock at Sephora. Like you're, you know, the Sephora brands and like maybe with some other places, um, people wouldn't like totally 
like un- understand what we're talking about. So this is this is really a nod for for the whole audience. Um, but yeah, I don't know why I had to say that. Anyway, did you wanna, <laughs> did you want to get into it? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it probably is easiest to just go through like the general order that we do our makeup. So okay. I think I want to start with um, primer. And so my primer is like kind of a skincare product. I feel like you know what it's going to be. It's the Glow Recipe Watermelon Glow Niacinamide Dewdrops. I want these so badly. I feel like these were really hyped up maybe like a couple weeks ago, I want to say. Yeah. A lot of people were doing comparisons to- I actually have that in my bag, but as a a skincare product. Oh, okay, cool. But I'll reclassify it as a primer now so we can both talk about it. Okay, Um, awesome. I am so interested in this and I've seen it compared to the future do a lot. Like a lot of people have done reels and videos comparing them. And I guess mm-hmm. this one is not quite as, it's not like an oil base. It's not so like, like um, glossy, right? It's more of like a, just like a lit from within kind of, I just did my skincare look. Yeah. And the thing is, I do think that Glossier does advertise Future Do as a skincare product. Personally, though, like I don't feel that it's a skincare product. I feel that it is a primer. Where whereas I feel like with this, the watermelon glow dewdrops, I feel like this is actually like a skincare product and a primer in one. Yeah, this I'm I'm like reading about it. It says about the product. It says it's formulated without mica, glitter, or gray cast. And I know that. Future Dew has mica in it. That is the reflective particle that makes it more of a highlighter and more of a, to, to me and to Angela, like a, a makeup product. Um, yeah, I would use this as a makeup product, to be honest. I don't, like, I don't know the consistency of it. I can't really tell, but I, uh, I want to try it eventually. The I only reason, too. so are we doing like the talking ourselves out of it thing? now or are we doing that later do you want to um, do it now because I, I have a real reason <laughs> i think it makes sense to to do it to do it like the products yeah yeah so my reason for not buying this is that i actually just bought in this nobody's going to think this is comparable but to me it's going to serve the same purpose i just bought the auric um, um glow lust radiant luminizer and I'm going to use it for the same reason and the same purpose that I would be using the watermelon niacinamide dewdrop stuff. Um, so I don't really have a reason to buy this right now. Um, even though I totally intended to buy it when I was done with Future Do, which spoiler alert, I am. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't think so. How about you? Yeah, kind of, I mean, kind of similar reasons. I. Right now, I'm not done with the Glossier Future Do, and I feel like this would kind of be like a replacement for that. Uh, but I also have like the VDL Lumi Layer Primer, which I know that all of the products that I'm mentioning are a little bit different, but like functionally, they they would be the same. I would use them as a glowy primer. I mean, like like I was saying, I do think that this Glow Recipe product is more of a more of a skincare product than the Glossier Future Do, 
but I probably wouldn't wear this like on its own just as skincare. You know, I would be wearing it under makeup, so I really would be using it as a glowy base. And it's interesting that you bring up the Auric because if I was going to use up the Glossier or even if I was going to purchase another glowy primer like before I ran out of the Glossier and the VDL, I probably would want to purchase the one from Auric before I was going to purchase the one from from Glow Recipe, to be completely honest. Yeah. I also want to say something about the Glow Recipe. Like, I've I've noticed, like, because people want to compare it to the Future Do, they kind of seem to be trying harder when they're applying it on Instagram and on, on YouTube to make it look like that. So I don't know if they're using more, because it seems like if you have drier skin, this sinks in. And, like, everybody can prove me wrong or tell me that I'm wrong about this. But it doesn't seem like... Like this, this doesn't feel to me like it would sit on top of the skin the way that other glowy primers do, like especially Future do. This seems like it would, like if it, if your skin needed it, it would sink in. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. I think, I think you're right because it, it looks like it, it lists one of the major ingredients is hyaluronic acid, which, you know, I feel like the purpose of that is to like sink into the skin and then pull in moisture from from the environment. I mean, ideally yeah. that's what happens, but I, I I also feel the same way that it wouldn't sit on top of the skin as much and it would sink in more. I mean, eventually I'll probably buy this. The only reason, so like, you know, in Sephora, you can't really test things right now. Otherwise I would have run to Sephora and put this on my hand just to see how it, how it worked. Anyway, so yeah, that was also my primer of, of choice, I guess. And I'll remove it from my cart now. Love it. Oh, um, just to let everybody know, because actually I won't, I'll do that later because I think Angela and I were going to talk about like how much money, <laughs> like our cart totals. We yeah. can do this, do that now. What is your cart total? So I don't know because I was going to do some of the things like added up uh, like later, like I still haven't okay. chosen a couple of the products and I was going to do it real time. So I don't know yet. And also okay. some of the things that I would ideally buy are not in stock right now. So like, I can't add them to my cart. Same. Yeah. Okay. So I guess then foundation. So do you want me to start? Um, I can, I mean, it doesn't matter. You go. Okay. So it's really funny because when I was like foundation, I actually skipped primer at first because I was like, okay, I know I'm going to do that one. Let me start with a category that I'm going to have a hard time picking a product from because I'm just not that interested. And then of course, like adding like four foundations to my cart later <laughs> and like still going, I was like, dang, I guess I like am kind of interested in buying base products right now. But the one that I actually settled on is the Shiseido Synchros Skin Self-Refreshing Foundation SPF 30. Um, I've heard really good things about that. Yeah. I've heard really good things about it. And I also – I don't think I've ever tried a product from Shiseido before. And so part of me picking this one over the other – foundations that were in my cart were simply just for the fact that like I would just like to try something from the brand and that might be kind of a a silly reason but I think that you know we see so many videos on YouTube of like 
influencers and YouTubers being like brands that I want to try in like 2021 or whatever. Like I think that there is just kind of a novelty to trying different brands and trying their formulas. So it would be really nice to try out a product from Shiseido. And I've heard really good things about this foundation. So that's mine. That is my foundation that I would love to try. Yeah, I think, so my foundation is the Huda Beauty Faux Filter Skin Finish Buildable Coverage Foundation Stick, which is that stick that you see all over Instagram where like people are like, I think people use it a lot for contouring, but I don't know. I've seen a lot of uh, like one of those, you know, those like sped up um, makeup tutorials on Instagram where they use this and their skin looks really nice. And it just looks, I've never tried anything from Huda Beauty. Um even though I've, I've bought the, like the little gemstone palettes for friends. Um, I've never actually bought anything for myself from that brand, but this looked really cool to me. And I really, I don't have a stick foundation at the moment. And I really like having stick foundations. I think they serve multiple purposes. So that one is mine. That's interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that. So what is the reason that you are anti-hauling? Not, I, I don't know. I don't know if we should call this anti-hauling, but Kind of like why are what reason are you talking yourself out of actually getting this? Um, first of all, I simply don't need another foundation. I'm so happy with like the the foundations and concealers that I have right now, and like I just I, I would I would I would not like to add any more to my collection because I just have so many that I don't use, um, and I don't want the like currently I'm using the undone concealer palette thing and that thing's going to last forever. And that has like the same multi-purpose aspect that this thing has. So I really just don't need it. And I just have a feeling that I won't like it as much as my other stuff because every time I buy a stick foundation there, I always go through a phase where it sticks to all my dry patches anyway. So mm, interesting. Yeah. And why are you anti-hauling the Shiseido Synchro Skin? Is it because it's insanely expensive? <laughs> it's actually not. So the price tag is $47, which is... I think that's expensive. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is expensive for sure. But that's not the reason I'm anti-hauling it. The reason I'm anti-hauling it, and I think we can all say it together, is that I am trying to pan this goddamn <laughs> formula, the healthy foundation... I will be rid of it and I will have nothing stand in my way, even if it is the Shiseido Synchro Skin Foundation. I just, <laughs> at the same time too, like I'm trying to pan this physician's formula foundation, but because I'm doing that, I don't want to say I'm neglecting my other foundations, but I have not used any other foundation this year, which I mean, this year has only been like a month and a half, but I'm really focusing on the healthy skin foundation because I just want it gone. But the thing is, I feel like by the time that I am done with it, it'll be time to shop my stash for my other foundations anyway, you know? So I don't, I can't even say that when I'm done with the healthy skin, I will buy the synchro skin. I mean, I might, but I, I also might just need to shop my stash for my other stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. why that is why I'm anti-hauling it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I figured, honestly. You know, 
I have a I have a funny story now, even though it has almost nothing to do with Shiseido. But I was thinking, I think they sell Shiseido at Nordstrom. Um, but so this is going to sound totally unrelated, but I promise it's funny. Um, so I went to the mall the other day with with Scott just to walk around. I actually didn't buy anything at all, but we walked around Nordstrom, and he was asking me like, what. Um, which brands I liked at Nordstrom for like in the beauty section. Cause we were walking through it and I was like, yeah, some of these are okay. But you know, it was like a lot of La Prairie and Mac and stuff that I don't really buy. And we walked by um, like a stand and he start he tried to pronounce the name and he went play play pew. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? What is and that? He was trying to pronounce clay to Poe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what did you just call that? And he goes, play, play, pew. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I mean, God bless him, honestly. He's- he didn't, <laughs> but he didn't even have to say it. Like he was just saying it because he thought he was pronouncing it right. <laughs> oh, Scott. He's just trying him. his best. That's all you can ask out of anyone, you know? He's just yeah. trying his best. <laughs> Aw, I love Scott. I miss you guys. Oh, I miss you too. Also say hi to Adrian for me. Um, so I guess the next thing is concealer, right? Can I? Yes. Before we move move on to concealer, can I can I talk about something else just quickly that's like an honorable mention slash kind of a different category? Okay. I was yeah. thinking powder. Is that... Does that go? I guess that doesn't go before concealer, does it? Unless it's like a powder foundation. I like haven't worn. So it it kind of is. Okay, let me just tell you. Let me just get this out there. So the Fenty Beauty Pro Filter <laughs> Soft Matte Powder Foundation. Um, I totally. I feel like I shit on this when we were doing. You did. Yeah, I, I totally should have. I was afraid to mention it because I was afraid of ridicule. Stop. Like, no, <laughs> nothing will compare to the the um, the um keychains, the Fenty Beauty keychains. I saw them in the store the other day. I went to pick up a gift for a friend at Sephora and I saw them and I was I just like <laughs> rolled my eyes and thought of you and I was like, oh, well, all right. Just me and my adult lip smackers, like, I don't know, in in the real world where there's no masks, I guess, I would be out and about and I'd be like, oh, hold on, I need to keychain lip gloss myself. It's so handy. Um, (laughs) um, Okay, so the more that I, I think a big part of what it was is that our friend Emmy from Simply Pretty with Emmy, who has made- I watched that too. Yes. So she started a YouTube channel pretty recently and she did a demonstration with this and Emmy has dry skin, but she has made this powder foundation look so incredibly beautiful. And I mean, it also could just be that like Emmy is incredibly beautiful, but this made her skin really good skin. (laughs) Yeah. And she has amazing skin, but this did look really good on her. And I think that she did have mostly good things to say about it. And it made me kind of second guess yeah. like my feelings towards it. And I think that it it would be worth maybe trying out a powder foundation. And, you know, if this was like pre-COVID times, maybe I wouldn't feel that way. 
But because we're wearing masks, I feel like I'm a little more interested in trying a powder foundation, something that wouldn't transfer onto my mask as much, perhaps. So I am really interested in that. I wasn't sure if I was kind of, you know, it's a it's a foundation, but it's also a powder. So I wanted to throw it in there. I wasn't exactly sure where it would go, but I am really, really interested in that now. So I'm sorry for being a hypocrite, but I want it. I was actually going to, I was thinking that as well. I watched that YouTube video and I was like, you know what? I could do this, <laughs> but I also like, I, I, I probably won't um, buy that anytime soon because I forget on a daily basis that I own powder. So, yeah. Yeah. The thing is I don't own powder, which is why I feel like I could totally justify this purchase. And I don't really have a good reason to anti-haul it right now except for the fact that one, I'm not sure how it would play. Like I think this foundation, I would mostly buy it to wear on its own and not like over other like liquid foundation. So I, it's kind of the same reason is that I'm trying to pan a foundation right now and I have other foundations that I haven't touched in a while because of that. So I don't really need this. Um, but really the only other reason that I'm talking myself out of it is because I am on a low buy and am not buying makeup. Otherwise, I, I probably would have bought it today when I was in Sephora, which we'll talk about a little later. So from time to time, I, I get this overwhelming urge to buy Bare Minerals, like the mineral foundation. I'm like, I oh. must have it. I think it's because my mom uses it religiously. And it's not like... Like my mom's skin looks nice all the time, but I just like, I have this memory of when I was a kid and my mom bought me the bare minerals, not the foundation, but the concealer, which is like a little bit, uh, but like it, it's very full coverage. It's, I think it was called bisque or something. I don't know, mm. but I think about it a lot because when I had acne and I used to use that, it, it made me feel so much better about it because it would just like, I mean, it sits on top of it and it covers it up. And I just have this feeling that I would hate it now. But I think about it sometimes and I'm like, I need to go buy it right now. Um, Interesting. I also, I wanted to say that me saying, oh, wasn't in a judgmental tone. It's because I thought that, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Bare Minerals, like the actual mineral powder, isn't that like not good for your skin? Well, I don't know. I, feel I, like I actually I, don't know. I feel like I remember hearing that somewhere, but I I don't know. Don't listen to me. I don't know anything about skin. I use all CeraVe. That's all I have to say. If it works for you, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. Um, it, I don't know. My mom's been using it for absolutely years, and I remember seeing it. I think this is going to age me a lot, but I remember seeing it in those as seen on TV ads. And she was like, my name is Leslie something or other. And I'm the creator of Bare Minerals, Swirl Tap and Buff. And you were like, oh, I need it. <laughs> you know, and there was like a point in time where you could only buy Bare Minerals uh, through through like QVC. Right. Uh, once upon a time. Anyway, uh, not to sound like a broken record, but my concealer choice is Fenty Beauty Pro Filter Retouch Concealer because I always forget that this concealer exists and that I want to try it. Um, it seems like just like your bog standard um, like demi matte concealer and it feels like I feel like it would be pretty good. When you said that, it's so funny. When you said that, I was like, that's a thing. 
like that's a product like I forgot oh, really? that it existed as well I feel like it's just like it's it's just kind of it looks like it would be a boring product right it looks like I mean it's just I don't know it's just a doe foot concealer like any other concealer um I don't know if it's any better or worse than other concealers in the world but it seems to have four out of five stars and a thousand well, almost two thousand reviews so it must be pretty decent pretty decent pretty decent um <laughs> and uh, yeah i mean i really i think i said this technically it's yesterday but uh but also like last week in our last episode, I think I said like everything I've tried from Fenty, I like mostly. So I have a feeling there's like a, there's an 80% chance that I would like this. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, I mentioned this also in our last episode, but I feel like they're, they're pretty consistent like throughout their entire line that they have good quality products and they at least work. I think you mentioned that. Like, they might not be your preference, but they do work. Whereas, you know, some some products just don't work don't at all. Work. Yeah. And your concealer choice, milady. <laughs> milady. <laughs> milady. <laughs> kind of a kind of a side note. Um, this morning I was peeing. Um, in the toilet as one does and yeah. we were out of toilet paper <laughs> and I like called for Adrian to bring me a new roll and he brought me a new roll and he goes milady <laughs> really funny and I was like I have never loved you more or been like more horrified but um but thanks <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> Um, okay, so anyway, my concealer choice is the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer. And oh. yeah, I I have never tried this because I think it's been like a cult favorite for like ever, I want to say. But I remember back when this first started getting really hyped up, I still – one, I think I my skin was oilier. I think it never I was really. Say, it's because you were still using the healthy foundation. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, no, so when this first started getting really hyped up, I think my skin was oilier, and also I I was still thinking of myself as an oily skin person. I think I've talked about this before, where I think I thought used to think my skin was oilier than it really was because. I was like convinced that I was like an oily mess and that's why I had really bad acne and not just because like it's a medical condition. Um, and like I was only ever comfortable when my skin was like tight and dry. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so I for the longest time I thought this product wouldn't really work for me. And now um, as my skin is getting drier, I, I really think that I – that I would like it quite a bit now that I'm starting to get like more dry under eyes just from the, like the retinol that I'm using. Um, but as Grace has already mentioned right now, I'm literally on an everyday basis. I'm using the physician's formula healthy foundation basically as a concealer. And that's how I'm using it up. Um, like besides like on days that I'm off of work when I'll do like a full face of makeup and do a look, I'm really just using it as concealer like around my eyes and like between my eyebrows. So 
if I'm if I was to buy this concealer, how would I ever use up that goddamn foundation? I wouldn't. So listen, guys. Angela uses that foundation for absolutely everything. For like everything. she uses, she spreads it like butter on her toast. It goes nowhere. If this thing is just like a bottomless pit of foundation, it just keeps, that's what it feels like. It's the terrible gift that keeps on giving. And you know what though? Something that I was thinking about is I put I put it on today, and I was like, wow, like my skin looks really nice. Like this looks really great, and. I feel like I'm so set on using this foundation up, but it's it's discontinued now. And so I feel like when I actually use it up, like maybe I'll be sad and then I'll look back on it and and be like, you know, I was so mad at this foundation and now it's gone. Mm-hmm. But will I really feel like that though? Like there's always more makeup, you know? So there's other fish in the pond. There yeah. are more uh, fish in the foundation pond. So Yeah, absolutely. So Anyway, sorry to be a broken record, but... You know what I wanted to say about the NARS Creamy Concealer? Is I feel like that was, like, one of the first creamy concealers that people were like, oh, this is good for dry skin. And I actually found it pretty drying. Like, it does cling to, like, if you've got dry patches around acne, I think it particularly clings to those patches on me. Because I used to really like that concealer, well, I liked it within reason because it did cling to to dry patches. Within I reason, like it was a little within <laughs> within reason. Like I thought it was good some days, and then other days I was like, "Wow, this really exaggerates any sort of dryness I have on my face." So yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. So if they, if you need another reason not to buy it, that would be one. Um, what product do you so want to what, talk about next? I feel like I made a really boring choice for bronzer. But it's also because I really don't want a new bronzer. So I just picked one that I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably try that sometime. Do you have a bronzer that you're jazzed about? I have a – so I think the product that I chose as bronzer is technically – yeah, it's a it's a contour product. But honestly, for me, like bronzer and contour, I use them kind of interchangeably because it's a part of makeup that I'm not particularly skilled at. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of slap it on my face and I'm like, all right, um, this is doing something. Um, the Holly, the Charlotte Tilbury Hollywood Contour Wand. I've heard really good oh, things the about wand, it. Right. Yes. And it, it's so funny because this is a product that if I didn't watch YouTube or like I wasn't active in the beauty community, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's like a sponge tip applicator it's almost reminiscent to like the maybelline um that maybelline like concealer that was Mm -hmm. like favorite for the longest time it kind of reminds me of that which really grosses me out um so yeah i was gonna say it looks really messy yeah like so if i was not uh like if i didn't watch youtube and i i wasn't part of the beauty community and hadn't heard people rave about this product there's no way that I would ever buy it, but I've heard just such good things about it. And I, I have not heard like any complaints that it has like a messy application. Um, like I've only heard the best things about it. So I am really, really interested in, in trying this product. Like I, I really want it. And actually before I went on my no buy, I went into Sephora to buy it and they were out of stock. 
Um, and they were also out of stock online, which is why I didn't end up getting it before my no buy. Actually, I would like to try that product as well someday, I think, because it always looks really nice when people wear it. The The product that I um, I chose is the, the, weirdly enough, the Huda Beauty Tan Tour Contour and Bronzer Cream, mostly because I'm pretty sure Tan Tour was a, a dinosaur and uh, like in a, isn't Tantor? Oh no, it was, he was the elephant or she was the elephant in, uh, in Tarzan. Oh. (laughs) Do you remember that? No. (laughs) Tantor was the name of the elephant in Tarzan. And sometimes when I see this, I'm like childhood, but, um, also I see a lot of people use this and it looks like it blends really nicely. And, um, I, I want to mention this because because I want to mention this. Um, I recently bought the cream version of the Fenty Beauty um, bronzer because I have the the powder version, but I bought the cream bronzer in Butter Biscuit. And holy moly, it is so hard to blend. Like, I thought it would be really easy to blend, and I've seen a lot of people do well with that, but I'm like, I don't know if that's for me. I have to work with it more. But this one looks like... It looks really silicone-y, like it would blend really easily on the face. And I know that's like a turn-off word for some people, but I don't know. It looks kind of cool. I won't buy it because yeah. I won't buy it. I, I just, I don't really like, I don't really like bronzer um, as much as a lot of people do. Yeah. I think it does nothing for me. I always look like a ghost. I, in theory like bronzer but I'm definitely more of a blush person and I feel like I usually pick one or the other the only time when I really have been wearing both recently uh, is just because I'm trying to use up my nude sticks bronzer in Bondi Bay which did I mention this when we recorded yesterday so yeah you did about how I totally oh my god just destroyed it I'm so I'm so upset I still like haven't really it's only been one day and I still have really haven't decided what to do. But if I if I decide to declutter it or, you know, when I like repot it or whatever, I will I'll let you guys know. But I'm a little I'm still a little heartbroken over it. Um just because I do prefer cream products and it's the only cream bronzer that I that I own currently. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um there, so the reason I guess I don't, I don't think I already said my reason. The reason that I'm not going to kind of, you know, related to what I was just saying is because there's a, you know, I feel like the contour wand from Charlotte Tilbury is a little bit more of, you know, it's like a contour product. It's probably a little bit more cool tone than the bronzers that I have, but I already do have a number of bronzers. Um, and I think that, you know, if I were to use up or declutter the nude sticks one, uh, because I don't have any other cream products, I would be more likely to buy it or like be able to justify buying it. Um, but I'm trying to use up the nude sticks and, and that's a cream product. So I think until I either declutter that or, or use it up, I wouldn't want to buy another cream product, especially for bronzer. Do you have a blush? I do. Um, so now though I'm like rethinking it because you were saying that the Fenty uh, bronzer doesn't really uh, blend very well, but I chose the um, 
the Fenty Beauty Cheeks Out Freestyle Cream Blushes, uh, Cream Blush. Mm-hmm. And the one that I'm really interested in is the shade Rose Latte. And it, Okay, I've seen that one. It looks good. It looks really kind of similar, I feel like, to some – like, it, it – looks similar to how I picture like all of my blushes to look like it's a little it's like rosy but also it's it it sounds exactly like the name it's rosy but it's also like coffee kind of like um milk chocolate colored at the same time and I feel like I wish it was just a little bit more brown but I I think it's it's really beautiful um beautiful color and I, I, I want it. Um, I want it. I'm not buying it because I'm on a no buy, but otherwise, like after seeing it, I probably would buy it. What about you? Well, I had, I have one on my list and then I, I think I said, I vowed earlier that I wasn't going to put that brand on my list. So now I'm looking again. I'm going to go with um, the Westman Atelier Baby Cheeks Blush Stick in Poppy Pink. Um and this, uh, I don't really know how I feel about Westman Atelier as a brand. Um, I don't really know that much about them. Um, her, I know that Gucci Westman created it, who is a makeup artist. Um, and everything is wildly overpriced. So this blush is $48, which is just like a no from me, dog. Wow. Um, But it is like a color that I really like. It's like this bright poppy pink color. And um, I've been actually using an eyeshadow as a a blush that's similar to this color um, for a while now. So it would be, and I I like cream. This is a cream blush. So this is why I'm like, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's not poppy. It's called pop it. Maybe maybe it's like, you know how in, in, in the UK they call is it poppin'? Yeah, is, like, hello, poppin'. Or... Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> whoever's, whoever is on here from the UK is gonna, like, be like, we don't sound like that. That's what you sound like to us. Um, <laughs> no joke. That's, like, I think, you know, it, it sounds like that, uh, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, and I know Johnny Depp isn't, um, uh, isn't British, but in that movie, he was like, hello, poppin'. Um, so that's what it sounds like to me um okay so my first issue and the reason I'm not going to buy this uh is that um it looks like there's about no product in there so it's like this really large packaging that looks like a big crayon and then the top it just looks like there's not a lot of product in there and and yeah so I'll pass on that. But it's it's it is tempting. I, I'm gonna put this out there. Westman Atelier looks very tempting to me as a brand. And then when I look at every product individually, I think, yeah, I don't want it. I that's don't know. really that's really interesting that you say that. I'm I'm trying to think if there's any brands that I feel that way about, but I totally get that. Like when you're you're interested in like whether it's the packaging or their branding or you know like their advertisements or if you have a like you know influencer or a YouTuber or whatever that 
is using the product and they make it look really nice or something. And, and so like in theory, it's like you're interested in it, but then you go on the website to actually look at the products and you're considering the price and you think like, oh, you know, like I don't, I don't actually really want any of this stuff. So that's interesting that you say that. There are certain brands that I feel like I like their aesthetic and I like their, um, their, uh, ethos and stuff and uh, so I really do want to buy something from them and then when I go to the website I'm like I don't need this I don't need that I don't want this I don't want that so I just kind of leave and I'm like well that's that I guess so that's and that's how I feel about Westman Atelier like I thought it was really interesting when it first came out and then I was like I don't really want anything and you know why it reminds me of RMS Beauty it's just like almost the exact same thing but in stick form and Mm -hmm. And I don't need it. So I, I don't need it and I'm not going to buy it. I don't need it, pop it. <laughs> I don't need it, pop it. I'm going to regret that. <laughs> yeah, please, please um, don't edit. Please leave that so we can be ashamed. <laughs> down the line, somebody will, will be like, was this you? I'll, I'll be in court one day and they'll be like, you said this. <laughs> so we must impeach your character. <laughs> Um, so I, I had to laugh when you were like, I'm not going to mention Rare Beauty, um, because the highlighter that I want is from Rare Beauty. It, okay, the, well, the is pos- it my special highlighter? What? Your special highlighter? What special baby highlighter? What is shade the- do you have? I have the shade Enlighten. Yep, that's the one that I would get. It's the... Yeah. It says that it's like a champagne, but I feel like it's lighter than champagne, like most of the champagne. I would call it more of a pearl. It's more of a pearl. I don't know if you can see it. It's so pretty. But yeah, it's the Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez Positive Light Liquid Luminizer Highlight. Um, You know, I was really, really interested in these highlighters. I mean, obviously, as you guys know, I'm enraptured by the entire Rare Beauty line uh it's completely the opposite of of a makeup line that I look at and I'm like oh I don't want that it's like I look at it and I'm like okay I want that I want that I want that and that I just want all of it um and and so I was I was interested in these highlighters when the brand first released and when I went to pick up uh, a bunch of the products but I actually had heard not so great things about the highlighter Um, I had heard that it picked up, uh, like products that were underneath and that it was like difficult to blend out. Um, if you're putting it on top of things. Yeah. So I, I did not buy it, but now, but now Grace has it and she loves it. And I'm like, well, if Grace has it and she loves it, then I would love it. Uh, cause our (laughs) tastes are so similar, but, um, you know, I'm I'm right now I'm I'm on a no buy, so I'm not going to buy it. And I'm trying to pan that Kosas highlighter, which I think will go fairly quickly. But even after I pan that, um, I have two cream like super shock highlighters mm-hmm. from ColourPop that I literally just bought in December, I think. Um, that I, I I've used a f- I don't want to say a fair amount because I I've been focusing on the Kosas one and I just bought them in December, but you know, I, I have used, um, like pretty consistently since I've bought them, but I haven't used them enough to justify getting a new, like liquid highlighter already, you know? Mm -hmm. 
but I, I do like this. I, I, I do think I will pick it up when my no buy is over just because I just like can't resist when it comes to rare beauty. I don't know what it is. I just like, I'm, I'm so enraptured by the brand. And if it makes you feel any better, now that I'm thinking about it, the Rare Beauty highlighter is very similar to the ColourPop Super Shock highlighters. I have one in, in the in Smoke and Whistles, which is one of my favorite highlighters of all time. Um, and this one is it's very similar to Enlighten, like almost identical. Mm. So, so yeah, um, my highlighter. This is kind of a cheat, but because it's a it's a two-in-one product and maybe the highlighter isn't even good from this I don't know but it's the Tom Ford shade and illuminate I've just always wanted to try it I don't know why I think it's just like years of hearing people say that this product is awesome that makes me feel like I really want to try it and it's like a it's a contour and highlight together um but it's one of those like cool girl products cool girl rich lady products I think that I've always wanted to to get my grubby little paws on so yeah I know I am I'm so attracted to products like that that are very like oh you know like I'm rich and I'm just so busy and important that I don't even have time to think about it and this is like my one beautiful product and I'm just naturally so beautiful and whatever like I'm like I want to be one of those people but like I have a podcast dedicated to um, (laughs) to beauty (laughs) like I'm not that person like I'm obsessed with beauty and that's okay like that's fine it's okay to like beautiful things but I feel like I have this fantasy version of myself that's like I'm just living my best life you know like I'm just so so busy and on the go and like I'm a big city gal like you know I just you know it's one of those things go ahead no like I just I pop on my Tom Ford shade and illuminate and then I'm good to go and then I'm gonna go like go to my spin class or I don't know like whatever and then I blend it out with my fingers because I don't own brushes (laughs) that's like every everybody on into the gloss it's just like I, I own the, the Tom Ford shade and Illuminate, but I've never even thought about buying it. I, it just appeared in my collection one day because I don't even think about makeup. And I put it on with my fingers because I don't own any brushes. And it makes me look like exactly like the beautiful person I already was. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but slightly exactly. better. I, you know what's funny about that that kind of aesthetic is I I used to want that. And I think everybody wants that at some point or another. And then... In that same trip to Nordstrom that I was talking about earlier with Scott, like, or whatever he said, um, I was walking out and there was a woman at the Chanel counter and it was exactly that type of woman. And she said to the woman behind the counter, she's like, I love this product. I use nothing else. And I just rolled my eyes. They must have rolled into the back of my head and then back around. And I was just like, why is it? why are we competing to have as little product on our face as possible? Like what is so important that like, that there are people in the world that they're just like, yeah, I compete to use the least amount of product. Like, you know, and I was there with, you know, my bright blue eyeshadow and glitter everywhere. And I was just like, I just don't see the point in being like, yeah, all I use is this one thing and I use it as concealer and blush and highlighter and I put it on my lips too. And you're like, 
okay, fine, That's if that works for you. But, like, why are we bringing that to the lady at the Chanel counter and being like, yeah, and all I wear is this Chanel number blah 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 you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I feel like that would make actually make a really interesting um, podcast idea of um, – because I feel like a lot of it kind of just goes back to, like, the male gaze and, like, yeah. men preferring women with less makeup and natural beauty. Um, I saw this really funny I, – I, I'm not really on Twitter, but – I think someone shared it to uh it was either tiktok or instagram and it was like guys commenting on women wearing like kind of natural looking makeup and they're like wow like she doesn't even need to wear makeup like completely oblivious to the fact that they're wearing a full face so yeah i mean like yeah can- like, yeah like if you really wanted to talk about it i'm sure that's what it is and um it's it's unfortunate and i'm not saying that all women or um you know, I, I feel like mostly that applies to women just because it is, like, focused on, like, the cisgender straight male. Oh, hi, Moose. Grace just picked Moose up. He's my BFF. No, he says hello. He came over for some love. Aww, I really want to kiss him, but I'm wearing black lipstick, and I just think Aww. it would be a nightmare to get off of him. So. Um, anyway, um, not to go into a whole tangent, I think that would make a cool episode yeah. idea, but I'm not saying that all women that kind of have that, um, you know, very like effortless, uh, chic style of makeup. I'm not saying that's all they're driven by, but I, I do think for some people like that lady at the Chanel counter, it, it kind of seems like that's what it's driven by. And it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, I, I actually take a great interest in this to the point where I've bought old philosophy books, like philosophy of beauty and like philosophy of of like attractiveness and and stuff like that because I'm genuinely interested in in what it is that makes women specifically and but people in general feel like they are attractive and what the male gaze means in that sense so yeah I'd be happy to talk about this um because I do think I think you're right I think that it comes from this idea that like wearing the least is the best and maybe it's because, and maybe I, I had that reaction to that woman in, in Nordstrom because I genuinely don't care what men think of my makeup. Like, I don't. I don't care. Um, maybe maybe I do somewhere deep down. But it does feel kind of inherent for, for like, women to judge other women based on the amount of makeup that they wear. And I think that it's a judgment that comes from, you know, traditionally men. So you're right. Right. Yeah, I would I would be super interested in talking about this more because it's also a topic that I I'm really interested in. Um, but anyway, that's for another day. Cool. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned and let us know if that's something that you would be be interested in, or if we're just nerds. Um, I mean, we're definitely nerds, but like I think it is an interesting topic. Um, what do you want to talk about next? Um, let's do. Let's do eyeshadow because I've got two. Okay, cool. I actually um I have two as well. They're they're both kind of different uh different types of products. Yeah, um, same. Do you actually want to go first? I feel like I just talked forever. <laughs> sure. Okay. So my first thing is a palette, and it's the Melt Cosmetics Radioactive Press Pigment Palette, and it's just basically like a rainbow palette. It's got a hot pink. Uh, a bright orange, a yellow, a green, a teal. 
it's this is a very me kind of rainbow palette actually so i think i picked uh, one of the more out there palettes at sephora so not your typical brown and sparkly beige um and i really like this palette i've looked at it a bunch of times and i've always wanted to try melt because uh angela has the muerte palette and that looks very cool to me um, I probably won't buy this because I've got a bunch of colorful rainbow eyeshadows. And then the other one, um, maybe, I mean, maybe someday I will buy that palette because anything that's like has a hot pink color in it, I'm like, put it on my face. I want it. Um, and then the other thing is I was at Sephora with Amelia from Amelia Make Up My Mind, and she was trying on all the Smashbox Always On Cream shadows. They're like these liquid shadows that dry down, kind of matte. And, you know, they're they're mostly like browns and pink tones, and she was trying on all of those. And there's this like, um, it's called Ultramarine, and it's like this green, blue, really bright emerald e color. And I like pointed to it and I was like, I want to try that on that one. And I almost bought it, and I kind of wish I had because it's just like it's really pretty. I don't know if you've seen those. Angela. I I don't really know anything about that brand like at all. Smashbox. Um, yeah, I, the only I'm thing gonna- that. I- the only thing that I remember about Smashbox is like when we were much younger and like Miley Cyrus was Hannah Montana. I remember reading that she like used Smashbox makeup and that's the only memory that I have of Smashbox, I think. I feel like Smashbox was, was like, sorry, it was like <laughs> one of those very makeup artisty brands. Like I remember their first like really big product was the photo finish primer and it came in like a, you know, a green and a purple for, you know, sallowness and redness and, and blah, blah. And those were really cool. And I had that for a while. Um, and then I used to really like their lip glosses because um, they had this like tangerine pink thing going on. But this really intrigued me because I hadn't, I hadn't um, looked at Smashbox in a while. And I just really like this color. I just really like it. So mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk myself out of buying it now. Like I don't need it now and I probably won't get it now, but eventually I want this. I want it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> be a little, what about you? <laughs> so it's really funny um, how you were like, you know, I picked something a little bit different, like not your typical, like, what did you say? Like neutrally bronzy yeah. brown or whatever, <laughs> yeah. because mine is like the epitome of like the neutrally bronzy brownie whatever um it's the natasha denona bronze eyeshadow palette i i feel like natasha denona came out with so many releases this year um and i was really really drawn to this one um it's exactly what you would think it'd be what you would think it's a bronze kind of gold bronze monochromatic palette and it's one of the like the medium like the mid-sized ones so it's not like one of her big palettes like the gold palette or like the lila palette um and it's not obviously one of like the five pan small ones but it's it's the same size as like the the love palette that I have and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm interested in those sizes because I think that the pricing is just a little more reasonable and um I'm looking at it 
Yeah. And also I think, I think maybe why this came to the, like the forefront of my mind is because, um, Hannah Louise Poston, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but she put up a video of like shopping her stash to like dupe the vibes of the bronze eyeshadow palette. Uh, and as she was doing it, like I was like, you know, I have shades that are similar, but I don't even necessarily know if I could dupe the vibes like of this palette. Like I do think that it would have a place in my collection, you know, that uh, wouldn't be totally like irrelevant or redundant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, um, I it is a little bit redundant because it is lots of like goldy uh bronzy shades brown obviously and right now my pan that palette for 2021 is the natasha denona gold palette which um is very i mean i haven't looked at swatches side by side of the gold palette and the the um, bronze palette but i would guess that they're they're pretty similar you know um and, and something that i that i also think is I, I know that I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but I think like as makeup lovers, we we look at color um, very differently than other people do. You know, like we think like, oh, well, this one is just like slightly cooler toned or it's slightly warmer. It has a little more mustard or whatever. Um, and so we look at it like, you know, this is unique to my collection, but really – even if shades are not maybe not considerably different, but if they're just a little bit different, you're going to get the same kind of look. And so I'm sure that I would get the same kind of look with the bronze palette as I would with the gold palette. Um, and the gold palette is something that I, you know, like I coveted for so long and then, and then finally got and have been really enjoying using. And I wouldn't want to add the bronze palette to my collection and like take away from that, if that makes sense. It looks like a good palette. It looks like a standardly very good palette. I, I looked it up. Looks good. Um, yeah, it, it does look it, it does look good. Like I and like I, I think the swatches to me look nicer than the 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 shadows do in the pan. Yeah, I agree. But like I when you said that I was like you know I always think of myself as having like a billion and one brown eye shadows and I have like a singles palette full of brown eye shadows and none of them excite me. But like mm-hmm. that one actually looks really nice. I see why you want it. Yeah. And then did you have some another eye eye thing that you wanted? Yeah. So my the other eye product that I am also interested in is uh, also from Natasha Denona. And mm-hmm. it is the where did I go? Oh, the duochrome top coat uh, in the color burnt terracotta dash green. Um, and it's it's that typical like, you know, terracotta to kind of like a lime green flip duochrome but it's just in a little pot so it's like a single eyeshadow and I'm sure that the the flip like the duochrome effect on this is not as as wild as some other uh, duochrome shadows like especially when you think about indie brands but I really do like uh, single like cream eyeshadows I've been really into those and this is a color that uh, like that terracotta like kind of brownie, orangey 
Yeah, it looks really cool. Red to like lime green is a is something that I love and have like wanted the perfect one of for so long. Like a tea garden from ColourPop. I remember I bought that and I was like, this is going to be like the perfect like terracotta to lime green. And it wasn't really perfect. And then I've tried like a couple others. Uh, and so I would like to continue that journey with this product. But that being said, it's $28. And it's it's one eyeshadow, you know. It's also got like not great reviews. I don't know if that that like that you look at that at all, but like I'm looking at it and it's got like meh reviews. I honestly don't really pay attention to reviews on Sephora uh, because I know that um, there's a lot of brands I think that my will. Actually, career is just going to go down the drain. Then just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I mean, yeah, like a lot of places like influencer like you leave a review on sephora or brands will send out products and say like we'll give you the product if you leave a review on on sephora Sephora, or whatever so i generally don't really trust sephora reviews but that being said i i really have not looked into reviews of this product so i mean maybe that's another reason if if the sephora reviews are accurate maybe it's not really that good and in that case it's just another reason not to buy it I always, this is my strategy with Sephora reviews, if anybody cares. If it's at a four, I think it's it's probably really good. If it's at a five, there's something sketchy about that. I think we all know what happened with Sunday Riley. So, um, yeah. So if it's, if it's at a four, I think it's a solidly good product. It's just my opinion. So, yeah. Did you want to move on to, uh, I guess we did eyes, lips. Yeah, for sure. What is, um, what's your lip product? It's the Gucci, uh, lipstick in Odalie red, which it looks like a nice strawberry red to me. And these, the thing about the Gucci lipsticks is they just look so special. And I like the packaging, which is, you know, whatever. It's like this really pretty white with with floral design on it um and honestly i'd be happy to have any of the gucci lipsticks i just want to try one of them um and they have like really bright colors which makes me happy the one called may coral also looks pretty cool yeah i would i would happily try any of the gucci lipsticks i'm looking at them right now and you're right that packaging is really pretty i think go ahead I was just going to say, I think of like all of like the big fashion houses. I think Gucci is my favorite. So I fully, I fully support the Gucci lipstick. The thing is like, I, I likely won't buy it because they are not, um, they're not cruelty free, but like, there's like a purple, there's like a lilac purple that I'm like, yeah, I could go for that. And this is the sheer version of the lipstick. So maybe I was thinking, I'm thinking of the wrong lipstick, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I would, I would happily try the Gucci lipsticks. They, they seem cool. Yeah. Um, and then the other lip thing that I had in my cart that I may as well mention um, is the Bobbi Brown crushed liquid lipstick in Give a Fig. And I probably won't buy Bobbi Brown because think they're owned by um by Estee Lauder um and 
and I know Estee Lauder's been having some issues, but uh, I used to have this. The reason it's in my cart to begin with is because I used to have this lipstick and I loved it and I lost it, but I used to wear it every day and it was, it was a great, I liked it. It was like shiny and comfortable and really nice. Yeah. I know I've heard you talk about it before and it, it um, tempts me. I love it. It's like a, like a brown pink. I don't know. It's really pretty. Um, but yeah, what's your lipstick lip lip product? Uh, mine is the Pat McGrath matte trance lipstick specifically in the shade 1995. Uh, it's oh, a, that's, a good, that's a good one. Sorry. Yeah. It's a, it, it's called, or they, they describe it as a warm light nude and there's kind of a story behind this one, like why I want it. So, Are you bored at 95? Well, yes, that's part of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, so when Adrian and I went to – when we visited New York City for the first time, uh, because if you guys didn't know, I, I live in New York City now, um, but Adrian and I met in upstate New York where we were both living and working at the time, but he is from uh, the Upper West Side in Manhattan. So when we first visited New York City and I met his parents, one thing that I really, really wanted to do was go to the Sephora on 34th Street, which is like the biggest Sephora in the in the U.S., I think. I don't know about like in the world, but I'm pretty sure it's the biggest in the U.S. And I really wanted to go. And I was super excited to look at the Pat McGrath products and the Natasha Denona products because at that time I was just like enthralled. Like I was like starstruck by them and they didn't have them in the Sephora, uh, like we're in the city that we were living in at the time. And I'd never seen them in person. And I was so excited. And it was back when you could still go and swatch things, which is so crazy to think about. But anyway, I went over to the Pat McGrath display and I was looking at these lipsticks um, and I like picked the perfect one for me, not even really like looking at the names. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm going to get this one. And it turned out to be 1995, which is the year that I'm born. And I was like, oh my God, like how perfect. Um, but then I didn't buy it because at the time I was really trying to stick to cruelty-free makeup, which... Um, I, I don't anymore. I consider, I, you know, I, I would prefer to buy cruelty-free, but I consider other things as well um, besides cruelty-free status now. Um, but at that time, I think, um, I don't think Pat McGrath is cruelty-free. I think on their website, they say that they are, but they're like sold in China or whatever. So they're not actually cruelty-free. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, so um, I didn't, I didn't end up getting it because they, they're not cruelty-free. Um and now that I like am allowing myself to buy stuff that isn't cruelty free, I, I really want it. And I, I do think about it from time to time, but I think that it is the type of product that I think would be even more special to me if I got it as a present for my birthday. <laughs> so that is why I have not bought it yet, but maybe I'll ask for it for my birthday this year. We'll see. Yeah. I, I, I was looking at it and I'm like, mm. I, I would like that as well. And it's also, it's, if I am going to spend, well, I don't know. That's not true because I have spent a 
you know, I don't want to say luxury, but like high-end prices on lipstick that I would not wear every day, like bright reds or whatever. But I feel like this is a nice shade that could be everyday appropriate and would go with a variety of different looks. So I think I would actually get enough use out of it to kind of justify the $38 price tag. (laughs) Yeah, it's it, it looks like a really nice like everyday lipstick. So yeah, that's my story of the of the Pat McGrath matte trans lipstick. I like that. I also like I I know it's because I'm I was also born in '95. Well, not obviously, but to you it might be obvious. Um, but like when I saw that, I was like, I must have it. I was born in '95. It Anything was made was just like, for me. <laughs> yeah, obviously, me and everybody else born in '95. <laughs> but really, just me. Um, but that is a special story. I like that. I think we have like, we said we were going to do one skincare and one hair care product, right? Yes. Yes. So you, you start because I have not picked a skincare product yet. Okay. My skincare product's not a skincare product. Um, it's a, it's a perfume, but I, I, that's skincare, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. I could definitely pick a perfume. Okay, go on. Sorry. Um. So I, I realized that uh, Sephora just, not just, but I don't know when they started selling it, but they started selling heretic perfumes, which are like, it's like a perfume line that I've kind of lusted after for a while. And the reason I haven't bought it is because they're so expensive, but I've been really interested in, um, dirty mango and dirty, dirty lemon and dirty mango. Cause I love mangoes and I love lemons and I love things that smell like lemon pledge. And this doesn't smell like lemon pledge. <laughs> For the record, it but smells like it smells like dirty lemon pledge. It's well, <laughs> the, it smells like a really sophisticated lemon perfume, and it, it smells really good. Like the times I've smelled it in store, not it was. I think it was at Credo Beauty when I was living in New York, and I used to sniff it all the time. Um, but it like in a weird way. So my mother used to use a lot of lemon pledge when I was a kid. And um, I don't know why, I guess we had a lot of wood in our plot in our house, but I freaking loved that stuff. And maybe I was huffing it. I don't know. I was, I was little, but like, I, I just like, it, it always reminds me of my mom and my grandma. So I've, um, I really wanted to try those perfumes. However, <laughs> mama didn't raise no fool. And um, these are $165 and I would never pay that price for a perf, a perf, excuse me, a perfume for a <laughs> for perf, a <laughs> not a, not a perf for grace. Um, that being said, I have spent $100 on the Ellis Brooklyn Myth perfume, which is um, my perfume and I love it. And then weirdly enough, my my boyfriend's sister gifted me the like the world's most random CVS perfume. And I really like that one. So I don't need to spend $165 on Lemon Pledge. Oh, interesting. How about you? Any any skincare items that pop out to you? So now that you mentioned now that you've picked fragrance, you've inspired me. <laughs> and um, I've also picked a fragrance. Uh, so mine is actually by Alice Brooklyn, Brooklyn, if I can say okay. it. Um, so I, a while back, got a um, like a sample uh, 
it was like a it looked like a little book and you opened it up and it had samples of I think almost all of the Ellis Brooklyn scents. Some of them were total misses for me mm-hmm. and some of them yeah. were like major hits. I really do love Myth, the one that Grace has. Um but the one that I love even more that I feel like is is the me scent is um it's called Raven. And Ooh. uh the the scent type is warm florals, and the keynotes of it are musk, patchouli, peony, and rhubarb. That sounds just like you. Yeah, so it's it, it sounds like a, a spell that you would cast. It's it's very it's like a very Angela scent. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I guess I've only met I think Grace in person um, out of all of our Instagram friends, but. Uh, if um if you smell that and like that's what I that's me um but I I think that um I maybe will buy this at some point but I honestly it's awful but I I forget to wear perfume uh very frequently yeah, just be- just because I feel like I'm I'm out of practice of like going out because generally I don't wear perfume to work because, um, you know, sometimes you work with patients where they're on medications that uh, can really like enhance their sense of smell and and make them feel very, uh, you know, very sensitive to scents and can make them feel very sick. Um, And then also sometimes I will just like spray on a perfume when I'm sitting at home doing my makeup and just feeling like feeling myself feeling luxurious and flossy. Um, but I feel like generally in, in the bygone times, I would use perfume going out, which is just something that I, I don't really do anymore. Um, yeah, I feel like perfume was always like the cherry on top of like putting on an outfit when you were going to go meet friends. Like, it's like, oh, I'll put on my earrings, I'll put on my perfume, I put on my red lipstick and I'm like good to go. Um, but and, and I think part of the other reason I don't wear perfume as much, and maybe this is a thing for you as well, but, like, I keep my perfumes out of the light because light can mess up, like, the, the molecules of perfume to the point where they don't smell the same. And, like, mm-hmm. for the for Myth, like, my favorite um, perfume, because it was so expensive, I refuse to let it degrade in the light. So I always keep it, um, like, out of the light um, or in my closet. What? I'm just Is laughing because no, I'm thinking about how you keep your makeup in the light and how literally one of your products burned. <laughs> You're just like it almost burst into flames, but I'm like, but not my perfume. <laughs> but not I my actually Alice think Brooklyn. at one point on this podcast, I proclaimed that I would never not put my my makeup in broad daylight because that's how I liked to look at it. And then the very next week. Like God or some some sort of karma was like, oh yeah, well we're gonna set it aflame. <laughs> you were smited. That's what it was. I just thought it was so funny. Oh, oh well. But yeah, so dirty lemon or dirty mango, and and um, do you think you'll ever buy the Ellis Brooklyn perfume? I, I definitely think I will. I think um I still have the tiniest – I think I have maybe one use left in the, like, the sample size that I have um, just because I tried to, like, rotate through them pretty equally. I think I want to try to use up that one. And then there's there's one other um, that I, I want to say it's called Rives. Rives? Um, 
I can't remember. I think I have a little bit left of that one. I've used up the Myth perfume. Um, but I, I want to try to use up the ones that I uh, enjoy out of those samples. And then and then I think maybe I would buy it. Definitely. Yeah. I highly recommend the, that fragrance line, actually. I really, I really love Myth, and I've had it for a long time, and it's good. I also have have a diptyque fragrance somewhere that I like I, I like begged Scott to get me for Christmas one year I was like I need this I must have it and then I almost never wear it interesting In fact, I don't even know where it is so Sc- nobody scandalous yeah so um the next item oh hair care I'm actually really excited to talk about my hair care pick do yeah. you have do you have, oh, can I go? Can I go? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I've got a lot to say. So I feel like for a very long time, Sephora had like two options for people with curls and it was Diva Curl or um, Briogeo, both of which I don't particularly like. Um, not that they're bad. And like, obviously they've got like a lot of people like both of those brands, but, and I, I was like saying to Angela, like, as we were putting together our Sephora cards. I was like, ah, I don't know because Sephora doesn't really have a whole lot of curly hair brands. And then I found out that Sephora is stocking this, uh, this hair brand called bread, B R E A D. Um, and they make a lot of, I mean, they make only curly hair products for like, mostly for like, uh, tighter curl patterns. So like maybe like three C to four C, but it just looks like such a cool brand. And I really want to try the hair mask creamy deep conditioner because they come in like these, um, these like tubes, they're like those like plastic tubes that you can get like all the product out of. Um, yes. uh, and, and they also like on the, on the packaging, they have these like really beautiful women. And I know that sounds like a really creepy thing to say, but like when I was a kid, I, I used to love like packaging with pretty ladies on it. Um, <laughs> so the fact that like all of these, like their hair wash, gentle milky hair cleanser has this like really moody looking lady on it. And so does the the deep conditioner. And I'm like, ooh, pretty ladies. Like I want pretty ladies in my shower. <laughs> no, I totally get, get, I like understand that because do you remember um, when Sol de Janeiro came out with their, like unscented um, like body lotion. And it, it was in that uh, packaging that had like the female like figures on it. Yeah, and it almost yeah. looked, it almost looked a little bit like a Roman like vase or something like. Yeah. Some, I, I bought that and it was like, I want to say it was like $40. Like it was ridiculously expensive for a body lotion, but I was like, I want the naked women on my yeah, product and yeah. I want it to sit in my bathroom and look beautiful. And maybe like this is where the male gaze like really like honed in on us as children, but like and and adults now, I guess. But like every time I see like something with the silhouette of a woman on it or like boobies, I'm like, oh my god, boobies. boobies. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I like and maybe you know when you're a kid and like you you're like playing Barbies or something, and maybe this is also a bygone thing, I don't know. But when you were a kid and playing Barbies and you were like, this is my girl and that's your girl. And this is whatever. That's how I feel whenever I see things with like people's faces on them. I'm like, that's my girl. And then I take it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 
Um, Some therapist is listening to this and they're like, Grace, oh my God, you need therapy. <laughs> um, okay, so my wait, did you say your why hair you're yes, yeah, so why are you? Oh, why am I not buy buying it? it? Yeah. Um, because I'm not I have like a hair mask that I'm working through right now, but eventually I will buy this. Um I yeah, I will. Cause I, I mean I'm not as like I'm not as big a spender as I am. Like when it comes to hair care, I have, you know, shampoo, conditioner, one mask. I only have one mask um, and like Olaplex because my hair is bleached on the ends. Um, and but I will definitely buy this like deep conditioner thing. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like. Um... And Sorry, low key now that I see that that like Sephora stocks this. Uh, I'll, I'll probably actually buy it from their website directly, but I have a friend who has like 4C hair and she really likes oils and they have this oil in a glass bottle with like this round top that looks like vintage perfume. And I'm going to get this for my friend because I know she'll really like it. So. Aw, you're so good. You're so good. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, so what's yours? I feel like by comparison, mine is like stupid extra, like like dumb extra. Um, I I think that some of you might know what I'm going to say because I shared it to my stories today um, on Instagram. But I really want the Dyson Airwrap Styler. <laughs> like I really want it. Um, I actually, so I had mentioned earlier that I went into Sephora today and that I would talk about it later. So I actually went in with the intention of buying it. Um, and luckily, or maybe not luckily it, it was sold out and it's, it's actually now that I'm looking, it's sold out online as well. Um, so I can't buy it right now, which is, it's maybe for the best because I was ready to like pull the trigger on it. Um, but in case you guys didn't know, this um, Dyson Airwrap Styler, so it's a, it's like a system. It comes with various different attachments, but uh, all together, and you can only buy it as a set, um, and it is $549. Um, yeah. I've looked which, into the, the, the dryer before. Um, so... Do you know, is the dryer its own thing or is it an attachment? It is. Yeah, it is because I, I, I remember like Olga from Casual Minimalist talking about it because she has the air wrap. And I think it's, I think you can get a dryer attachment for it, but it's not the same as like, for me, I would have to get the dryer to get the diffuser because I already, uh, because I have curly hair and that's what would work for me as opposed to the air wrap. Like I would have really no purpose for that. Gotcha. So you can't just buy the dryer and like the switch out the switch out the attachments. Gotcha. Yeah. So like, so the the main reason that I, I mean, I I think it is Olga actually that kind of makes me want this because I know that she really really enjoys hers, but um, Olga is also someone that she's really good at styling her hair. Like her hair just yeah. always looks fantastic. Um, and it's Olga from Casual Minimalist. I don't know if we we mentioned that, but she's one of our one of our beauty besties. Yeah, I, think I said it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but I, she really um, enjoys hers. But she also styles her hair, and 
you know, it's funny. I, I made kind of not like a real New Year's resolution, but I have this idea in my head that I actually want to start doing a little bit more with my hair because I feel like I always do the most when it comes to my makeup, but then I just don't wash my hair for like a week and just put it up in a ponytail and throw on a headband and call it a day, which is fine. But I think that um, I was watching this video the other day on YouTube and it was like how to look put together even when you're wearing sweatpants. And like the, the first thing that the woman said was like, make sure your hair is clean. And I felt personally targeted. Um, so, my hair is never clean. <laughs> but I I want to start wearing my hair down more and like actually mm-hmm. styling it. And I think that this would be really nice because it would be uh, like kind of compact and I would have literally everything that I would need um, as far as like hairstyling goes, but like in one in one product, you know, with different attachments, obviously. But I, I'm really mostly interested in the uh, – it's like a blowout tool um, where it's like a combination of like a round brush but also like heat and maybe also some like air behind it. I know that Amika has a similar product um, and that one is like $100 I want to say. And I was looking into that. Um, but I when I really think about it, I really want – I really want the air wrap. I, I think that like you know what I find interesting about the air wrap which I had never considered as a person who has um, like natural curls is that they include an attachment for the curl to wrap one way and then to wrap the other way so like yes I thought that was really interesting because I would have I saw on Olga Olga um getting a huge shout out in this episode but like she was showing how she used it in her stories and I'm just like generally intrigued by hair care and um she was doing wrapping one way and then wrapping the other way and I had I like thought to myself for a moment is that like real do do your curls wrap in different ways I can't tell from my own hair but um it is interesting, like, because I think you wrap the ones near your face, like, away from your face, right? And then... I, I think so. You switch directions to make it look more, like, more natural? Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because I, I went through, like, a couple weeks ago just watching all of the reviews on the Dyson Air Wrap because I just, like, fell into a rabbit hole. And I didn't realize that either, um, that there are different attachments for different curl directions when you think about it it does make sense um yeah I don't uh I feel like generally when I'm curling my hair I usually end up curling it all away from my face uh but I remember going to the the hairstylist I don't know it, it was over a year ago at this point it was before we moved to New York but I remember her telling me that she likes to um do every other so she'll start with away from the face and then switch it like every other curl going back and forth to make it look more natural, I guess. Um, But yeah, anyway, I really do want the Dyson Airwrap. And I I think I honestly will buy it when it does come back in stock, even though it is like a frivolous, kind of ridiculous expense. Um, But the only thing that I do have to say is that, uh, so this package, um, this whatever set that it comes in, Um, Here, let me pull it back up again. It it comes with a bunch of different attachments, right? So it comes with 
I believe three or either two or three different um, size, no, two different uh, like barrels that are different sizes for curling. Um, so technically that would be four, right? For the different directions of curls, but we'll just say two because it's, you know, basically one type of style. Then it comes with like two different types of brushes. Um, and then it also comes with um, like kind of a blowout tool. Um, yeah. Um, and then also it looks like there's a pre-styling dryer as well. So there's, it comes with a bunch of different attachments and I, I believe that's why it's so expensive. But I remember when I was looking at this, um, in December, I don't know if it was at Sephora, it might've been at Ulta, but they were selling, um, smaller, like sm it was the Dyson Airwrap, um, like the base, but then it was based on hair type. So there was one, um, that was for like thicker, uh, hair. And then there was one that was for thinner hair that was mostly focused on like volumizing and the, the thicker hair was mostly focused on defrizzing. And I want to say they were only around like $300, $350. So it cut down, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Um, but I don't see those now. And I've looked on both Alta and Sephora's website. Um, I'll have to check out the Dyson, Dyson Airwrap um, website because if I could, I would probably opt to buy one of the smaller like packages with with less attachments and then just buy attachments as I as I saw fit. That being said though, like I wouldn't mind just buying the the big one and having all the attachments. So, I don't know. Yeah, apparently you can I'm on the Dyson website and you can like customize um your your air wrap styler. Um Oh, interesting. Personally, I was like looking at the at the Dyson dryer for like curly hair for you know like to see their um honestly I was looking to see I know that they have a, a diffuser but I didn't I couldn't see I can't tell if they have a comb which is for hair types that are tighter than mine for like specifically for coily hair like having a comb attachment um mm -hmm. like gets air like into the hair so it can dry faster I didn't see one Maybe they have maybe they have one in the air wrap. Oh wow, they ask a lot of questions. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> For another time. I do think like Dyson, like I I love the hair dryer that I have, and actually Angela gave it to me. Um, it's the Eva NYC dryer, and I really like the the um. I don't like any diffuser is good, unless it's like a Revlon diffuser. Um, but and and like I have. Our friend Emmy, who is a hairstylist, like, is a specifically a diva curl stylist, I think. Um, and she was like, yeah, you have to get the, for, like, curly hair, the, the hand dryer. Have you ever seen these? It's, like, it looks like a hand, but, like, the air flows through, like, the fingers of the hand. And so, like, you can, like, cup your hair and, like, dry it that way. That's really interesting. I've never heard of that. I think it's supposed to mimic, like... For people with curls, like scrunching your hair out of the, like scrunching the water out of your curls without like, uh, like messing up the curls. Um, yeah. Which sounds cool to me, but I had one of those attachments and it fit on none of my hair dryers. So I just gave up. Dang. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're going to also do a, an episode on, on hair. Oh my God. If you hear my cat wailing in the background, I'm sorry. He needs, he needs attention. I can't hear him or I didn't notice it. So I don't think they can. 
Um, okay. Because yeah. I hear her going, wow. <laughs> Maybe by the time we do the hair video, I will have the Dyson Air Rep system and I can talk about it. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be fun. Oh, my God. I love um, talking about hair. So it's, it's a, that's an exciting episode for me. So I think that wraps it up. I think that's all the products or types of products that we were going to talk about. Um, do you want to share your cart total? Uh, sure. My cart total is, um, hold on. I'm actually going to take out the thing that, cause there was like one thing I didn't talk about that was in my cart, but I don't want to talk about it. So let me, let me reassess. My cart total is $600. It's wow. actually 599 So, yeah, what's Close your enough. cart total? So, okay. So, keep in mind that I, I'm unable to add the Dyson Airwrap system because it's out of stock. Um, but my cart total without that is $458. Um, but then, you know, like I said – Keep in mind that the the Dyson Airwrap system is five hundred and forty nine dollars, yeah. so over a thousand dollars. My card is over a thousand dollars. It's eleven hundred, right? Like, I I think like eleven hundred dollars. That's nuts. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Actually, there was one thing that I I I couldn't add to my cart because it sold out. That I want to mention really quickly: the Anastasia Brow Freeze. Like they're sold out of that, but. I would 100% get that if I were going to Sephora. I don't know why. I'm not really that picky with brow products, but it looks very cool. Um, so I bought it. Um, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and do you love it? Sorry. I love it. I love it. It is everything. And, you know, we can talk about this. You know what? Let's leave this as a cliffhanger because I want to talk about this in the monthly wrap-up. So I don't want to give too much away. Uh, let me just say that I love it. I do love it. And I'm excited to talk about it more. I'm excited for you to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you everybody for listening. We'll, we'll see you next week. Hopefully we'll have a guest. Um, I've been in, I've been in the talks with a guest and maybe some more guests. So yeah. Yay. Exciting, exciting stuff happening. Okay guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.